Hi everyone, welcome to the In a Woman's World podcast. I'm your co-host Summer and we have Rachel Wilson. And I am Gabrielle. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. I am Gabrielle Reese, founder of Women Influence, and I will let Rachel continue to introduce herself. <laughs> Okay, wonderful. Well, uh, first, I want to say thank you all for allowing me to be a part of this awesome uh, podcast. It is my pleasure to serve in any way that I can serve, Um, especially I love, uh, love, love, love any opportunity to be able to share um, just my story from a woman perspective. So um, as you all said, have previously stated, my name is Rachel Wilson and I am, um, I'm a person that wear many, many hats. So I'll try to sum it up, but I'm definitely most certainly a mother of four boys. Um, I'm a wife uh, for 27, going on 28 years, I've been married and I do several things. I'm um, married to a husband that's a senior pastor for about 26 years. I'm the founder and um, I'm the founder and executive director of Girl Talk International for about 14 years. And also um, Flavors, which I've been executive director and founder of that for about eight years. So those are just a few things that I do along with one of my one of my greatest passions is just to do women ministry and help encourage and motivate women. So I became a, a certified life coach about eight years ago. And those are just a few little things about me. I have a lot um, a lot of things that I do. I absolutely enjoy my life. I love myself. And again, as I previously stated, I absolutely love encouraging women. Yes. Awesome. Yes, we love women over here. <laughs> yes, yes. Perfect. So Rachel, tell us a little about how your journey started in this world entrepreneurship. Wonderful. Well, for me, um, I'm I come from a single parent mother, and I didn't I wasn't raised up with a father, and so uh, with that being said, my mom really was the hustler of the family. I mean, literally, she was a hustler. She would work a regular job as a nurse, and then she would also um, buy and resell. And so, um, as a little girls, we would uh, go with my mom. And she did like buy and resell, like at um, flea markets. She did anything that you could buy and resell, or we would have yard sales. We learned the game really, really early how to hustle. And I would watch my mom buy something for a dollar and sell it for $10. And I'm like, oh my word, this is crazy. So it just like was embedded in my spirit from a young age to buy and resell. And as a result of that, I became this young girl wanting to, um, you know, buy stuff and resell it and start my own business. And now, of course, I'm. You, you fast forward to about um, 30, 40 years later, I am an entrepreneur myself. I started my own um, Barbie lashes, um, where I they're 3D, like 3D um, all mink and 5D mink lashes. Uh, my new ones I purchased and um, came in business. With are the ones with the different colors that you have now, like you have blue on the tips, uh, the dyed uh, pink, red, uh, tan. I just absolutely love anything that can enhance women to make us feel better about ourselves. Those are things I've just decided to invest in and um, be a part of, along with 
you know, selling jewelry. Um, I am a, um, I, I uh, purchase and, um, you know, jewelry wholesale because I absolutely love jewelry. I got so much jewelry in my, um, you know, just, I just love jewelry, like putting on different jewelry with different outfits and things like that. I'm a bona fide girly girl all day, every day. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I purchase like in bulk, like stuff like that, you know, jewelry, <laughs> you know, um, um, like I said, the lashes, uh, what else? Oh my God. Um, all type of just, just, just knickknack things that ladies really like. And so I sell those things as well. Like when I have my conference, I don't really get to get out and hustle like my mom did. Yeah. I have a full life and schedule with my, I have a two year old, a seven year old, and I got a lot going on in my personal so, life, but. <laughs> how did you, how did you um, determine what your niche was? Like, how did you figure out what you wanted to do and what's like to fill in this space can you tell us a little bit about that yeah so just you mean it's pertaining to just selling or doing business yeah doing business is just selling well i just love people you want to sell yeah i just love people and so what happened is from a little girl when my mom used to sell i absolutely love just the engagement and fellowship with another person where you get to talk to them they can talk you down you can talk them up you selling some, you're, you get an opportunity to sell something. You're making money. You're obviously making more money than what you paid for your item or items. And then it's just, it's just cause I'm, I'm more of a like of um, engaging, uh, very inviting. I'm, I am a really for real bona fide. I don't meet any strangers. I can meet you at Walmart and we're like best friends. <laughs> you know, somebody would think I've known you for 10 years cause I just love people. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was an avenue and it was a gateway to be able to talk with people, number one. And then honestly, anybody will tell you this. I can literally sell the shirt that I'm wearing and I could cause you, I can encourage you to buy it or I could sell the shirt you give me back to you and tell you why you need to wear this t-shirt. So everybody know me like, oh my God, you can sell, you can sell my stuff back to me. Oh my God. <laughs> so um and it's just a gift. It's just a gift. And it's a niche that I absolutely am passionate about. So with all of those, all of that ingredient together makes me a very good salesman because I just love people and I can just talk all day. So not to talk so much about that, but yeah, so that's one of the things in me just um, having and having my own like jewelry business or lashes and just all type of, I sell all kind of stuff, you know, jeans and things like that. Um, but I also, um, as I shared with you, I'm the founder of Girl Talk International. So we do like annual conferences. And so in there, because we're doing all of these uh, conferences and people come from everywhere for that, of course, I'm the person behind the design for the shirts and I'm into fashion as well. I'm a certified fashion designer as well. So I make sure I'm designing everything. I can't wait. Like we have a conference coming up in july the 18th and the 19th and i'm already um designing the hats and the shirts and the hoodies and everything we're gonna have for this next um you know conference 2023 and so it all kind of like it all kind of like melts together if you will when you when you're sales it's gonna work with whatever you're doing you can encourage people to come to your conference you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah so it's like, so yeah how did you um, build a team around um, your organization, Girl Talk International? Can you tell um, people and women who want to enter that field of having an uh, international conference, um, yes. how did you even get into that? Like, how did you, what, what uh, structure did you file for? 
or how did you find people to help you push your mission and vision along the way? Well, yeah, it's now that's going to be the challenge part because people have to like you. And I want to say that to your audience out there. Listen, we all have a vision and we all have businesses and ideas, but people really have to like you to want to serve with you. And so what happened is you become a friendly person, you become a nice person and you do what you do because you really start with you. You know, my vision started with me. Now you have to get people to buy into that. Well, people buy into you. And if they don't like you, they're not going to buy into you. So um, just being myself, not authentically, just being yourself and presenting a vision to people around you. And so for me, it happened to be some people that was in my um, local church. You know, um, I, I, my husband, as I said, was a senior pastor. So I was able to present to them the vision. And then there, you know, there's a faithful few that cling to that, like women. I really don't get a lot of fight back from women. We just, most women like want to do stuff that's just involve women, mm -hmm. you know, most of us. And so the women just, there was a gravitational pull to that. The women really, really loved it. And what I did is I just gathered the grapes that were the strongest on the vine. You know, so right. the ones that were more faithful come into the girl talk sessions, the ones that were more uh, proactive, um, asking, can they do anything? Can they partnership? Can Do I need anything? You like leaders, leaders just stand out. You know what I'm saying? They like stand out above the rest of everyone. Mm -hmm. So over time, not not overnight. So for your audience to hear that, listen, over time, not overnight, I was able to gather the strongest grapes that were on the vine, like people that were really strong, that were bold as far as getting up and talking in front of people. It's like it's something, it's this innate thing in you know, and you can distinguish the separation between leaders and followers. Right. And so you're looking at 14 years, like 2023 is 14 years I've been established for a 501c3 uh, nonprofit organization. And um, we're doing really good. But um, over time, I was able to, number one, the leaders have to like me, <laughs> you know, and you have to like them because there is a chemistry that has to work too you don't want to just pick anybody in your to help build your organization and just because they're you know they're good looking or they have money or you know what i'm trying to say or they make you look good no need, there's like a plethora of things that kind of like got to work together mm -hmm. and so that's kind of how i i over time i was able to pick up the ones that were um, you know number one submissive they respect me and honor me as a leader some of them may have been my same age or older than me but they still would um respect that and honor that okay this is the visionary you can't step over me if i'm the visionary so it's a lot of meat on that phone right there but we uh but definitely um over time within 14 years that has caused me to have my dream team a team yeah of, you know like followers that are on my board that are like team um vision for girl talk international team rachel they we there is no like um one person doing anything i always give honor to my team i'm always blessing my team, letting them know they're important. I couldn't do this without them. You never want people to feel like you're just the big shot and they're just a little peon, you know. Uh, okay, that's, great. that's you know. a great 
great yes. thing that you just said. Um, so how do you uh, keep equal balance in your organization in uh, representing and giving everybody their flowers but before, when you're building the team? Before we get to oh. that, let's tell the people what Girls Talk International is, Rachel. Um, oh, okay, wonderful. Yes, yes, thank you. So Girl Talk International, it, it, it is a global platform where um, we're also on every uh, social media platform as well, girltalkinternational.com. And we are a organization that is for women. It's like all women, women only, sorry, men. <laughs> but guess what? You guys can donate and you can also help sponsor women and sponsor your wife as well. But it's just for women. And the whole nucleus of Girl Talk is to help restore and redefine like the mind, the body, and the soul of a woman. So primarily the biggest thing that we are, I'm an advocate for is really encouraging women, motivating women. Um, we, I'm an advocate also um, against domestic violence. So that's one of our main things that we have been doing too, is really like um, uh, being a motivational, um, uh, educational center to help reinforce nonviolence for women. And so as a result of that, we have our organization have supported and do support, you know, like uh, sex um, um, companies that really help deliver those young girls from sex trafficking. Anything that is like to motivate women, educate women, that is what Girl Talk is all about. And when women come together, we basically just empower each other through education, through self-help, through wisdom, through knowledge, and then through education and learning. So we do a lot of things with education and learning. We'll have nurses speak, we'll have principals come speak, we'll have police officers come speak and teach us how to protect ourselves. Right. If we've ever been through anything as far as, you know, any violent or someone try to um, step up against us, we do just do all type of training. So it's really a amazing center for women to come and be a part of and also to sponsor because there are some women that um, globally may be a, a connected, but they can't come to um, anything that we're doing like in-house or in-person. But it's a also, it's an awesome organization to sponsor and say, look, I wanna be a part of this. I wanna be a partner in what you guys are doing. Right. Yes. And tell us about one of your favorite moments of, of having this organization and out of all of the things that you did, what was your favorite part about it? Oh my God, I would I would have to say the healing part. Um, there are so many testimonies that we receive and there are people that have even sold at times substantial financial, um, financial uh, monetary to us as well because of the healings that have taken place in their life. Things that women have gone through in their uh, past, some of them, and, and I'm one of them, that have been through like, um, you know, a miscarriage. And then there are some women that come through organization that share where they were forced to have an abortion, um, whether it's through medical or through another situation that occurred that they didn't want to have the abortion. And so um, those women were dealing with really mental and psychological and emotional wounds that where they really needed like total inner healing. There are some things that women go through that we don't know how to get healed. You know, we can't cry it out. Um, for women that may um, do drugs or do anything, they can't really drug it out. They can't sex it out. They can't do any, they can't use an education to get it out. They need inner healing. 
And so my greatest prized possession is to be able to hear women say that I'm totally restored because I came to Girl Talk and I got education and I got the support and I got the knowledge and the understanding that, you know, I don't have to condemn myself for what has been done, that, you know, um, we don't condemn women. We don't like, you know, um, uh, make someone feel ashamed and bad, but we try to educate them. And that replaces that shame. It replaces the condemnation by sharing, number one, the love of Christ, but also sharing the forgiveness piece, because many of us we are forgiven for things that we've all have done. I have my share of things I've done in my life, but you have to receive your forgiveness. A lot of us as women, we are forgiven for things that we may have done that were wrong in all of our lives because all of us is like have done something wrong, but we many times don't forgive ourselves. And even me, I dealt with like self-condemnation, shame, hurt, just for things that we've all done in our past. You know, whether you stole from a job and, you know, things that you may have done, just things that we've all done in our past that may may have been younger kids. And then that, those thoughts will come back and try to plague us to make us feel tormented. And what the Lord placed on my heart was like, Rachel, tell my ladies that I've already forgiven them. I've already paid the price, but I need them to forgive themselves. And I'm telling you guys on here, listen, Summer and Gabrielle, listen, when you see women really sincerely get freed in their heart and in their mind because of things they have been tormented, um, you know, for in their past and see that release, because I know what that release feel like. I know what it feels like, you know, and to see that healing take place has for, you know, uh, by far been the greatest moments that I can ever say. I, I mean, and we've had all type of great, good moments come, but there's nothing like inner healing and women being free in their soul. One of my favorite. Can you give? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. One of my favorite lines that I always quote is Lauren Hill's "How you gonna win when you ain't right within?" Right. Oh my God, that's good. That's a good line. That's it a good really line. is. It's my my life motto. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, those are some good affirmations and words. That's awesome. I was going to say, can you give us an example of a woman who's been through some turmoil in her life that you've been uh, on this journey with her? And, like, just tell us, how, how does that relief of healing really um, uh, shine through that individual that you've experienced? Um, and, and I want to make sure I'm hearing you right. Um, you said share something that I've been through or something share uh some things that you've been through uh when working with a woman who's been through some uh turmoil in her life but she Mm -hmm. has not yet went through healing but when you became in her life she was able to find that healing and i just wanted you to give us an example of what that looks like somebody who has found healing for themselves Oh, absolutely. Thank you. That's awesome uh, question as well. Um, well, definitely, like I uh, previously stated, uh, women that have gone through those uh, really painful things like that. And I use the abortion because not all women want to have a divorce. I'm not a divorce, excuse me, uh, an abortion, an abortion. And since I said divorce, that's another one. Um, so abortions and uh, because of medical that was very very soul damaging and to see them restored now and happy and because they got healing and health and wholeness and for them to be freed 
it, it's a picture of them now being a mentor. So the same person that was once wounded is now mentoring other young ladies that are coming in. You know, that's a sign of restoration when you can use your test and your pain as a testimony to heal other people. So that's the picture of what it looked like through being healed. But also uh, touching on divorce as well, because that's a really painful topic is taboo at times. We don't want to talk about it because it's really, really painful. But I do. And I have served women in the last 14 years that have gone through a really painful divorce as well. And that has been damaging. That has, um, in a nutshell, have taken their life and their mind and mentality down. But through the results of coming and getting healing, you know, um, there are just some things that we all can do as women. You may be damaged and you may have been in a wreck in your life through going through a divorce or something tragically or traumatizing. But all we all need to do is just get to a place where we can be restored. And restoration looks like a therapist. Restoration primarily to me, and I believe this and I say this very, very unapologetically, restoration primarily looked like God and it has been God for me because there are some things that women go through. No man can heal that. No children can heal that. No job, no money, no car, no Gucci, Louis, any of this stuff will never heal the soul of a woman. But when we take our pain to a higher being, someone that created us, that's when I believe that inner healing begin to download in our spirit. And so I've met uh, young ladies like that that just felt like destroyed, you know, through a divorce. And as a result of them coming just to a healing center, I call it a healing center, because when I'm being educated and I'm being encouraged, I'm being restored and what was broken can be put back together. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have a beautiful silver vase right here. It's really, really beautiful here, but it can be broken. And just because it's broken does not mean it's unusable. Right. Right. So if I break this in half, okay, it's broken, but let's get some Gorilla Glue. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes. And let's place this bad boy back together and let's stand her up again. And I want to say that to you ladies out there. Listen, you've been broken. There's no doubt. But there is a restoring mechanism. There is something available for you. God has something beautiful for you. And, you know, I know it's challenging because when we're broken, we just want to hide. We want to cover our brokenness. We want to stay in in the house. We want to do whatever we need to do to feel comfortable. But many times you have to do the uncomfortable thing things and reach out and that's what this young lady did this just one testimony she reached out about her divorce she's reaching out about i need help how can i get restored and her answer was very very tangible and as a result now you see a restored woman that has been restored that has been blessed that now again is a mentor to other new divorcees that may be coming in in the same or worse broken situation. Right. So Rachel, you're you're a life coach, right? And I want to bring yes. you back to the word that you mentioned, which is shame. That's such a powerful word, I feel like. And yes. being that you are a life coach, how do you deal with those that come to you for help and they feel so much shame and they're dealing with that? 
Oh my goodness, that's a good question. This is a pretty challenging one because as a life coach, you're supposed to stay positive, you know, and like motivate and build their life. But when people begin to unpack their pain and they begin to unpack what they, they're dealing with mentally, psychologically, and emotionally, then I tap into my pastoral part. You know, I can't help it. I'm a spiritual leader as well. Mm -hmm. So I can pick up and discern, ooh, okay, we might need to pray right now. We might need to, um, this is something else going on psychological. They need inner healing. So they're kind of getting the full package because I can't just be, even though I'm a certified life coach, I can't erase being a pastor's wife and being a pastor along with my husband for 27 years. I can't, un you know, I can't erase having a spiritual discernment and understanding that this person need more than just me talking about their projected goal in their life. So sometimes it gets a little sticky because I can be on there and, um, you know, I'm a Christian life coach as well. So that's made up front. I'm not that I can't coach anybody that just, you know, it don't have to be spiritual all the time, but I like to flow in the way God has given me because I do believe in prayer before my sessions because I everything I got comes from him. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a it's a lot of coaches and, uh, um, you know, like educators out there, but they're not really putting God first in a lot of things they're doing. So the people are not getting sometimes they're not getting the full package of what they need. They're just getting. I'm just your therapist. Just listen, talk. Right. That's great. But then if they were able to have that other side, it could be more of a healing take place. That's just my take on it. But um, so um, they get that side and it really is challenging sometimes because when I'm sharing with them about, or, or rather, I'm sorry, when they're sharing with me about the shame, I have to go into the word of God and share with them the word of God. You know, God has not uh, where where we are as believers and we as God's people, we don't have to receive any negativity. We don't have to receive shame from the enemy. We don't have to receive um, brokenness and um, torment. There's a lot of negative things that are thrown out at all of us in society. But when you are educated and you understand what the word of God says, you do not have to receive that. If you throw a ball to try to hit me, I can move out the way or I can get something to hit that ball. I don't have to receive that, but it's because I'm educated and I understand the word of God. But a lot of shame is something like a ball being thrown at us and we catch the ball. So if you caught the ball of shame, I'm the educator, spiritual educator to come to you to say, drop that. You don't have to hold that. You don't have to carry that shame. God have already paid the price for you. He nailed it on the cross. He already went through the shame for your shame. He went through the poverty so that you can be rich. That comes with understanding the word of God. Right. Mm -hmm. So you are also a recording artist too. That's pretty amazing. Tell us more about that. Yeah. Oh man, so I've been singing from since from the age of five years old and um, I absolutely really love singing. But it's funny because when I got my start on singing, I was very shy. Mm -hmm. It's a real weird thing to have a gift to sing, but to be shy and not want to get in front of people, right. you know? <laughs> so that was kind of my weird oxymoron start. But I totally embrace uh, being a um, gospel recording artist. Um, and God has really tremendously blessed me. So I started at five and then you skip up now and I'll be 47 in June. 
And um, I'm looking forward to that birthday. I love birthdays, but God has tremendously blessed me now. And I'm um, signed to a major late, a major um, a label. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I have a song that's doing really, really good. Um, I believe it was last, it was a few months ago. I uh, made number one on the chart for, um, I got a number one. My song, I Can, made number one on the internet radio charts okay. as well. Number one's only. <laughs> yes, I love number one. Because, you know, that's my first time ever getting a number one. Oh, you know, it's, so it's got to be an amazing feeling. Yes, it is. It really is. It's been a long time. I've been doing this since I was five. And like I just told you, so that's like 42 years in the making. And then you get a number one. And I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. But to me, having a number one is singing about Christ. So it's already a number one to me because I'm doing it for the motive, not for like the, the fame or the fortune or to get a plaque. When I won my number one, they gave me this huge, big old plaque that was really, really, really beautiful. And it's in our um, sitting room right now. Uh, but and that was beautiful. But nothing is more beautiful than um, to me changing a life. Mm -hmm. So um, the awards and from there, I've won all type of awards um, in the last four years. I got uh, right now and I got five nominations. I just made finalists for five different nominations for um, what is this one? Praise Factor Awards. I won two of the Praise Factor Awards, number one, number one awards uh, last year. So I got um, a lot of things that are stacking up in my, and I, I, I want to say I'm not old, but like in my older years. No, you're you know? not old. You're just yeah. more flavor, <laughs> more season. <laughs> yes, I like it. I like that flavor and season. Yes, yes, yes. So it's, it's been doing really, really good. And I'm just in a different place um, because my mind is really just to help people. So the song I have is called I Can. I really love that because to me, I love affirmations. I like to speak positive things in people's hearts because I think all of us kind of go through a lot of negative negativity throughout the day sometimes or we'll hear something negative on the news. But the song is simply I Can. And that's the song that's still doing very well. They have all these nominations that are back to back to back on these different award um, companies as well. And I'm just excited about it because that song is getting some attention, but it's a positive word of affirmation to, to uh, be a bug in someone's ear for radio or someone positively could be thinking about taking their own life and then here comes I can, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a two or three minute song. So that's where I think my passion's at is more so on the message, not so much all of the stuff that's happening. I'm, I'm excited about the awards yes. and the nominations and finalists. That's nice. That's beautiful. But that's not my motive. My motive is always someone beautiful like yourself, both of you, just for you to hear the song and say, man, that's my theme song now. Or, you know what, that really encouraged me to get through today. Um, yeah. Okay, that is, this is a great conversation, honestly. <laughs> um, thank you. That is, that is all we have today. We, we thank you for coming on this platform and for sharing everything about you and what you do. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, so oh, likewise, my pleasure. So tell everyone how they can connect with you. Okay, wonderful. So again, thank you all for just allowing me to be on this beautiful platform. And listen, if you need me for anything, especially for women, yes. you got me, you got, you got my heart, you got my heart. <laughs> 
So um, again, my name is Rachel Wilson and all of my social media platforms are the same. At Rachel M. Wilson 44. At Rachel M. Wilson 44. And I would absolutely love for you to go on iTunes, any digital platform I'm on it. And even purchase my song, I Can. I think it's what, 99 cents? It might be $1.49 for um, this single. And it's, it's going to change your life forever. It really blesses me every time I hear it. And I think it'll be awesome. And it'll be an asset to be a part of your rotation yes. on iTunes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rachel. 